Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by John Diamond. John is the Senior Solutions Architect at Park Place Technologies, and I'm here today with him to discuss mastering network management and performance. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Matt. Very pleased to be here. No worries at all, John. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I really just want to kind of, well, I want to pick your brain about, you know, network management and, and what makes it tick. But before we jump into that, could you just let our audience know a little bit about who you are and what you do? Certainly. Well, my official title is Senior Solutions Architect, and I'm part of a team that works uh, both pre and post sales with our uh, customers at the Intuity division of Park Place. And um, for those who don't know Intuity, it is a network uh, management software company that was acquired by Park Place about four years ago. Um, I've been with the organization now for 22 years, and so we've got uh, quite a long pedigree uh, in the enterprise network management industry. Got it. Thank you for that. Um, so yeah, obviously, I kind of wanted to touch on network management with you today. And my first kind of question is, you know, in, in today's market, what really is network management? And how has it really evolved in the past few years? Well, certainly, if we just take those two words and split them apart, network itself, now, you could just be very specific and say it's all about the network interconnection equipment, I call it the plumbing, things like the switches, the routers, the firewalls, the load balancers, the wireless controllers, that type of equipment. But frankly, it really goes a bit beyond that these days. When people talk about network management, they tend to be thinking a little bit more broadly than just the traditional networking gear. So really that goes into the servers and that could be both the operating systems, the virtualization layer, don't forget that one, and the underlying hardware, and your storage systems as well. And that's just the on-prem equipment. Um, you may be thinking about cloud-hosted um, resources as well. So all of that really falls into what broadly gets termed network. And the management, although you could just think of it in terms of monitoring. Really, these days, it's a bit more than just monitoring. So it really covers all of the um, tuning, backup, control, access, um, and configuration tweaks that you may well want to apply in real time uh, to a network, all wrapped together. I would call that network management. Got it. And obviously, you know, pretty much every modern company now is going to have, you know, some form of network management. Um, but how, how can, you know, enterprises really level up and optimize that management? And what benefits can companies really start to see when taking those steps? Well, certainly, um, when um, you move away um, from a collection of overlapping management products. And you can have that, particularly where you've got merged companies or acquisitions, different types of uh, software has been acquired uh, by those different companies in the past, and you're trying to jam them together. You also have problems in uh, a single organization where you've got somewhat autonomous departments or divisions which have taken their own decisions about what software to, to purchase. And so you end up with a whole heap of different uh, competing products with a lot of overlaps and a lot of confusion. And so um, one of the uh, things that we promote 
is trying to reduce the number of uh, individual products involved, there will inevitably, particularly in an enterprise environment, environment be multiple products but if you um, minimize the overlaps and um, focus on uh, getting a layer of consistency and you know what consistency is um, a great way of um, helping avoid those black holes of network management and that's where you've got aspects of what's going on in your network that um, you're really not paying enough attention to or any attention at all Take, for example, um, on your access layer of your switching infrastructure, um, the access ports. Some network management vendors promote ignoring all but the, the critical infrastructure connection ports and maybe a few ports connected to some servers. Those end users, well, they don't need monitoring. At the end of the day, what's the point of the network? really the network is there to serve the end users so ignoring that a very important part of the network is really self-defeating so we um we promote um the uh, full coverage as far as possible of all aspects of the network and don't build black holes into your architecture from the from the ground up it gives you a very poor foundation um another thing when when you're trying to level up we get asked about the single pane of glass, everybody's heard that term. But it's really just that desire to go for some level of unification where you've got a lot of different technologies being monitored and managed and accessible through a consistent user interface. That user interface, the single pane of glass, um, uh, getting that consistency we feel is important. So all of these really build to um, uh, getting some benefit uh, from that, uh, getting a consistent approach. And really, at the end of the day, one of the key things you're trying to achieve with network management is to get a handle on resource management. A network and an IT environment is a whole bunch of different forms of resources. There's on servers and uh, network devices, you've got CPU and memory to be concerned about. Ports on a switch, for example, the physical ports, have you got enough of them? Are any spare? Have you run out? Storage, have you got enough storage? Are you running out of storage? Have you got excessive amount of storage? Not many people have that problem. Um, then you've got things like IP addresses and bandwidth utilization. They're all resources, pools of IP addresses, need monitoring to make sure you don't run out. You run out at the wrong time, you've got a lot of explaining and embarrassment to deal with. So all of that, the sorts of things that leveling up to get a good consistent approach really brings to the table. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to kind of zero in on that, explaining an embarrassment as well. Um, what are some companies really struggling with uh, when it comes to the network management and network performance? And how can Park Place Technologies really help out with this? Well, I think of the various companies that I've spoken to over the years, um, one of the um, activities that I've heard of a lot of pain with is where you've got management approaches that are agent-based. If you have to deploy agents, for example, deploy an agent onto a server, it's not only servers, but quite often you have um, management systems that rely upon uh, server agents. That itself 
is an immediate commitment to quite a large overhead of effort. Not only have you got to deploy them, you have to maintain them. They have to be upgraded from time to time. And the problems I've heard of agents themselves being the problem rather than the solution um, is, uh, is something that shouldn't be overlooked. And in fact, in our uh, approach at Intuity from Park Place Technologies, we have avoided where possible um, the use of agents. We have one agent that has a very specific path tracing uh, purpose for application path monitoring, but that's all we use an agent for when we're monitoring network devices, storage or servers, um, all of that. Um, we are not uh, deploying an additional agent uh, to do the job. One thing as well that we've seen is where you've got complex and disjointed network management software architectures, um, particularly on an enterprise scale, you're going to be deploying multiple servers. It's almost inevitable. And if your software that you're using ends up with different software and different configurations on different servers, maybe one of them has got a database at the center of it. Maybe another one's got um, a reporting system. Another one may be doing flow management. Um, and another one possibly doing configuration management. All entirely different software. Um, deploying it is one thing. Trying to maintain that over time. And you've got different versions and compatibilities and incompatibilities. All of that um, tends to become a bit of a franken monster if you're not careful. The other thing that really we find organizations looking for and they, they feel as if they benefit greatly from it is default um, settings that really um, monitor what needs to be monitored and they've got um, thresholds, good default thresholds already set up um, for generating real-time events and notifications um, from what they're looking at. If you've got a system that you deploy and you have to turn on a whole heap of different forms of monitoring and set up a whole heap of thresholds before you can get any form of notification out of the system. That is a bit of a, um, a drudge. And so um, that tends to end up with it not really being fully utilized. Um, we often find that other software um, is not being fully deployed. Maybe it's a multi-modular um, package from a vendor who've sold a, um, a shopping basket full of different products to achieve um, the desired network management solution. And um, only part of it has ever been deployed. The rest of it, no one's ever got around to. And um, one of the, the things that really is stirring up the industry at the moment, um, which is a problem that companies are really having a hard time contending with is the um, skills deficit. And that's often caused by staff turnover. So when you've got an organization that is struggling to keep its staff in place and struggling to keep skilled staff available, then um, one of the symptoms of that is that you find that software that's been purchased, half of it's still on the shelf. Um, it's not been deployed properly. And so you want um, uh, a system that can be readily and easily deployed. And that's the approach that we've taken at Intuity within uh, Park Place Technologies. Everything we sell is not only designed to be easily deployed and maintained over time to get the, added, um, the good 
um, total cost of ownership in place. It's not just the upfront cost, which is important. It's the total cost of ownership, which you really need to take care of. Um, that is um, uh, something that um, we pay a lot of attention to. And we make sure that it's not just software that we sell. We look after that. We look after the installations. We um, have senior staff working with our enterprise uh, customers to make sure everything gets deployed appropriately to the requirements of the customer and that on an ongoing basis, they have access to the appropriate level of skilled staff that they need um, when they've got um, off the wall requirements that quite a few of them have from time to time. We're talking about software, monitoring software. That's all well and good. But monitoring and management software is only part of the equation. When you're looking after an IT environment, call it a network, um, then there's more than just monitoring it. If the system says that something's broken, maybe you've got a, a board, a card on a rack that has gone down. Maybe um, you've got a, a disk drive failed in an array. Um, whatever it is that's failed, it could just be a fan in the back of a power supply. It's, each bit is important. If something needs replacing, software's not going to replace it. Software's only part of the equation. And um, Entuity is only a small part of the much, much larger Parkplace Technologies organization. And the main business that Parkplace Technologies is in is third-party maintenance. So we actually look after the hardware. We have warehouses full of replacement hardware all around the world. And we've got skilled engineers, many of whom used to work for the vendors who manufactured it. And um, we have automation from within Entuity to actually raise support requests directly on the team that's going to send out the uh, the guys in the trucks with the replacement equipment to come and fix your hardware. So that really integrates together. It's more than just software that Parkplace is all about. You make it sound so easy. Yep. I wish it were, but when it works well, <laughs> it is a sight to behold, I tell you. <laughs> well, we're coming up to time now, but um, John, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the podcast today. Uh, where can people go to find out more about what we've been discussing today? Or if you um, were to be interested directly in the Entuity software offering, then Entuity.com is an excellent place to begin. And ParkplaceTechnologies.com um, is also um, a way to get the bigger picture of what the much larger Parkplace Technologies organization can bring to the table. Excellent. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's podcast, and we hope you took a lot away. For further information on what we talked about, as John said, please visit parkplacetechnologies.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com. Mm -hmm.